It's a thrilling and riveting Archer.com podcast. Archer brings out the teacher's voice. Turner Peck gets emotional and Donna Sugars uses the F word and much, much more. Don't miss this week's Archer.com podcast. Action-packed, non-stopped, and definitely gay. That's Archer at Archer.com. This is Archer of Archer.com. Today is Thursday, June 17th, 2010. On this episode of Archer.com, <laughs> we have Turniphead. Hi, Turniphead. Hey. Uh. We have Larkin. Hi, Larkin. Hello. We have Donna Sugars. Hi, Donna. Hi. And we have Arthur from the Amarins podcast and Too Political. Hi, Arthur. Kia ora. What's new? Anybody got anything new going on with them today? I do. I'm on iTunes. You are? I'm so excited. I just got approved today. So my show is on iTunes. So we can subscribe to you in iTunes. What is the name of your show? Big Silly Homo. Big Silly Homo. And how many episodes do you have there currently? Twelve. Wow. They're really, really small ones, but there's twelve there. That's what he said. The size doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you do with it. Darling, darling, I'm a bottom. Size always matters. <laughs> oh, that's Heard true. it. Heard it. So when you say they're very small, how long are they? Some of them are like, they're like 15, 20 minutes. Some of them are like 30. Honey, that's my whole show. Oh. Well, I try and keep it short and sweet, but sometimes I like to ramble. They go long. I can just imagine. Now, Scotty, um, uh, the uh, little Aussie battler just came into the chat room. Mm. He just posted a boo about Donna Sugars. What hell? You'll have to listen to that, just not right now. Um, <laughs> now, Arthur, you were saying something a little earlier about Twitter. What was going on with Twitter? Do you know? No. Um, they. I can't hear myself for some reason. They had a... Oh, that's better. They had some sort of upgrade that they did. This was a few days ago when when it started being unavailable for like hours at a time, uh-huh. and something that they did broke something else, as often happens, and they had to fix it. But I don't know what has been going on today. <clears throat> because when I first got home, because I went to a retirement party, and I just got home at like a little after six. I couldn't get my my uh, I, or my iTunes my um, Twitter to come up at all. It kept saying yeah. um, unable to load, unable to load, unable to load, something like that. Yeah. Is that through a Twitter client, or were you at Twitter.com? Well, my Twitter client didn't work, so then I went to the website, and that didn't work either. Oh, see, for me, the website was working, but none of my Twitter clients were. Oh. Yeah, yeah I figure um, that. I was using um, Tweety, which is now part of Twitter, and that didn't work. I tried Echophone, that didn't work. So I went to the website, and I got the fail whale, and then I tried just refreshed and I got in for a minute and then I tried to post something and then it failed again. Well, Daniel Brrr just posted in the chat room a link to the Twitter blog that talks about what is happening with Twitter. Mm. You know, we need to come up a name with Daniel, don't you? We call him the technology mistress or something. Huh. Why don't we just call him Daniel? I believe he's the the technical director of Pride 48. Well, yes, that's true. He is the technical director. Well, I think mistress is a better term. <laughs> oh, speaking of people in the chat room, we have, I should mention who they are, 
uh, Turnip Head, me, Daniel Beaver, Donna Sugars, the Faye Driver, the Canadian. Uh, hey, well, another uh, Canadian. As well as Turnip Head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary on Maine in Dallas. And then Mib F90 Voe. <laughs> Or someone who doesn't know how to change their name. Um, Nancy. Is that Nancy in Japan? That must be Nancy in Japan. The little Aussie battler. Tara in Michigan. Larkin and Am- and Arthur Emerins. And Julian just joined. What, Julian from like Foul Monkeys Julian? Ooh. Shut up. I know. I'm shocked. If that's if, really Julian. If it's really Julian, I gotta say, hey, daddy. <laughs> Who is Julian? Is he, is he a hottie? He Do is need- a hottie, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a hottie, and he gives really good hugs. And he, I got like, really he likes good the chubby guys, doesn't he? Oh well, hello, Julian. Hi, I'm Donna Sugars. <laughs> like, like him a little bigger, huh? <laughs> I think he does. I can't keep up with that chat room; it's going too fast now. Um, <laughs> and I shouldn't look at it anyway because then I stop talking. Um, well, I, I have a question that's kind of. Whenever you go into the chat room, right, it gives you that little space where you can put your nick in before you enter. If yes. you go into the Pride 48, why don't people do that? I don't know, because that's where I put my name in. I don't, I don't know why they don't do that. They get all confused. It's all like Mexican to them. <laughs> but it's self-explanatory. You just type the name in there. Okay, but still, it's Mexican. They don't get it. Maybe they want to get inside first to see if there's anybody they want to talk to. And if not, then they can leave anonymously. Oh, that's I, a good I've point. done that. I've <laughs> done that. You have? Why would you do that? Oh, just in the middle of the day when nothing's on to see who's there. Oh, I see. Because, Archer, I wanted to stalk you. I have enough stalkers. Thank you very much. <laughs> um... There's a, yeah, I can hear you. You don't need to talk about me. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of chatter in the uh, chat room about the uh, World Cup and um, soccer. And uh, Anybody have any interest in that? I-, I watched it today. I watched Mexico versus France. Mm-hmm. So you like the soccers? I, I like men in little shorts. <laughs> I was going to say, she likes the athletes. Donna likes I, the athletes. I prefer who, rugby, who darlings. I, I could watch rugby all day, but soccer is also very nice. I mean, was it's not any, just men. It's, it's a fun sport to watch. Were there I like any wardrobe malfashions? <laughs> no. Darn. I like watch- One at a time, please. I like watching soccer in the evening news because then you see all the interesting parts in fi- in less than uh, five minutes. Right, like all the highlights, and then you don't have yeah. to watch the game. Although I, I would like to point out that uh, in the World Cup soccer so far, New Zealand has done better than Australia. I, I keep finding it interesting, Arthur, that you say um, soccer, not football. I d- would never call it football. Football is rugby. I was going to say, Arthur's from the United States. I'm from New Zealand now. Yes. <laughs> but you're... From the United States, <laughs> you live ancestral. My ancestral well, lens. There you go. But he says Z now and no longer Z. So when don't you think he'd switch <laughs> that's from? That's just that's ball. just Arthur. That has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> You're losing them. You're losing them. Speaking of Arthur, uh oh, uh oh. Arthur had good. a topic that he sent me in the emails today. Um, and since you're here, Arthur, do you want to bring it up and discuss it and tell us what you think and all that? 
Why, sure, Archer. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll, then we'll get the input from everyone else after you discuss it. Yeah. Well, I saw this over at um, Joe My God, and I actually thought it raised an interesting thing. It uh, was a quote of the day from Cameron Diaz, and uh, for the benefit of those listening who don't know what I'm talking about, this is a quote from her from an interview in Playboy magazine. She said, if I'm going to be with a woman sexually, it doesn't mean I'm a lesbian. We put these restraints on definitions on people, but it's hard to define. Sexuality and love can be different things. I can be attracted to a woman sexually, but it doesn't mean I want to be in love with the woman. And um, Joe My God added as a comment, women are permitted such equivocation, but if a man were to say the same thing, he's clearly a deluded closet case. And I got to thinking about it, and I thought, he's actually got a really good point there, because society in general is more, much more willing to accept the idea that women can have sex with women and not be lesbian than they are willing to accept that men can have sex with men and not be gay. And I think that's actually true about gay people as well, especially gay people even, that if a man has sex with another man, we think that he's a closet case. And if, if somebody's bi, we think they're just gay and they won't admit it. And uh, I wonder what other people think about that. I love this topic. I actually really do. I, oh. I, I, I think it's, it's brilliant. Um, where my first thought is it's, I think it comes from the whole macho men rule everything, man, 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 macho, 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 penis on penis. Um, anything that's not penis on penis is fine and erotic well, and great. The one thing I've noticed, like, because we talked about this in a previous show, um, I brought up the topic and my loving Archer talked about it, was that I think that if you're getting if if you are receiving anal darling that it's not necessarily making you gay i believe that it's sexually si- stimulating and i don't think it's very gay i think it's just i don't know people just have such weird stereotypes about oh you're with a man you're gay i don't think there's very anything really gay about that sucking cock now darling that's gay <laughs> the, now see i actually took the whole topic in a completely different direction I was reading it as in um, she can have sex without love. Well, anybody can. Sex and love aren't the same thing. I know. Exactly. Not by a long I shot. I, I, but I, the way I, I was reading it is in she was saying that um, the public at large seems to think that you have to be in love to have sex. Like she's saying, I well, can be attracted to a woman sexually, but it doesn't mean I want to be in love with a woman. Oh, I, I, I think in her case, she was trying to draw the distinction between being lesbian, which is emotional as well as erotic okay. um, attraction, okay. and being just erotically attracted to women. However, I think that's a good point, and society tries to pretend that sex and love are automatically and always the same thing. Um, I mean, that, that song that Frank Sinatra used to do, Love and Marriage, they go together like a horse and carriage. Well, you know. Okay, I'm going to bomb it now. No, no, no actually, that's, that's exactly that's the stuff. That's the point that I was trying to make too. Because yeah. people, I think you know, uh, you know, um, I think gay men can discuss it a little bit better because we we know that you don't have to be in love to have sex. We can have sex with pretty much any man that walks. But the public at large, and some on, that don't, on the surface, right? And there are some <laughs> who don't. Yes, I know, but I'm just you know saying in general. But the public at large, like the public on the surface, wants to believe and wants to be have it be real that you have to be in love to have sex but down under under everything they can say oh no i can have sex without being in love you know but i don't think they want to admit that you know publicly to the world at large 
they want to keep thinking that you need to have. Well, I think love. that comes from the whole stigma because it, com- it it comes from that whole man woman, um, under God, under the Bible, under law thing. I mean, I have, and I, I'll put this out there because I know this came up in one of the last um, gangbangs that I've been um, on with Arthur. I kudos to Arthur and and Nigel for their relationship and, and it works for them and they're happy and that's what works for them and I will stand behind them 150,000% and defend them to be happy in whatever that they deem my relationship is on the other spectrum and I'm going to stand up for myself just the same way um I think when someone defines what you have to be in a relationship, someone else outside of that relationship decides what you have to be in that relationship, then you have a problem. Because even think about it, when you go back to your childhood, you developed your friendships with your friends and kindergarten and um, your first years of elementary school. I don't know what you call it in the state. Is that grammar school in the States? Elementary school, school, usually. Elementary school, okay. You all develop your friendships and your relationships and how they work on their own. Relationships throughout your life, in my perspective, should always be like that. And that even includes your partnership relationship. So if monogamy works for you, then do it. And that should come without effort. All your friendships should come without effort. And you shouldn't have to define it to anybody else. It should just be cool. I, I would I completely agree with you. And Tara in Michigan makes a good point in the chat room. She says, hasn't the U.S. Um, hasn't the U.S. has always, I think she means the U.S. has always been afraid of any kind of sexual freedom. And I say that because, again, I think it's mostly the straights who don't want to admit that possibly turn up head that your relationship is just as normal as their uh, monogamous relationship. Well, I okay. Think that- I, I just think that goes back to the very founding of our country. It was such a, I mean, I, I know Virgo just said it was such a puritanistic roots. It is very true. We were all started by a bunch of prudes. I mean, I, I, if we were in Europe right now, we'd be having mass orgies, and apparently it would be okay. Sign me up. I, I know. Let's go. <laughs> Woo, let's go. But no, see, they were um, saying, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's, you know, I, I want you to finish your thought. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying because you keep talking about you can have sex without love. You can also have love with with a person, not more than a friend, but not necessarily have sex with them ever. So I think, it, I mean, it, there's all kinds of things, relationships that you can have with people that don't fall under love and sex. And it, it's just don't. See, the thing down. for me is how dare somebody else define what my relationships are? Because I have friends who are heterosexual, and we can curl up and cuddle the same way that my boyfriend and I do, oh, no, the short person I do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they aren't. Oh, yes, they, they are. are. <laughs> okay, that's every gay man's wish. Not they mine. are comfortable with their sexual identity and my sexual identity, but have learned that Affection can be shown in different ways. And we can curl up and spoon and watch a movie or watch a football game or a soccer game or whatever you want to call it. 
and that's cool. But there is no intersexually. Like, now, see, there are some straight guys, even one or two that I work with that I would love to cuddle up with. But I'm, not, I mean, I'm not going to get that. Archer, now, there I need are to, numerous straight guys walking around in suits in the financial district of Toronto that I want to fool around with. I mean, hello. I hey, think that's. I, I would have to think that that's uh, few and far between. You get the kind of man that you're talking about. But okay, but hold on. Why is it so? Far stretched that a straight man can be as comfortable with his sexuality as a gay man can, and could curl up with a straight woman and watch a movie. Because they're, the majority of straight men don't want to admit that they want to do that. Okay, but when a straight man does, why is it such an issue? I have why, why, why is our what? No, but why is our default? Oh yeah, he's gay. No, he doesn't have to be gay. Like, let's oh, no, not. Gay. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> let's not play tit for tat. I just don't know any straight men who want to cuddle okay, up with a gay man you know, and I, not have sex. Honestly, honestly, if a straight man want is is comfortable enough with his sexuality and the companionship and can cuddle up and watch a movie or some sporting event. And drink beer and whatnot, then how is that any different than curling up or just I, I don't know I I, okay. I can't somebody even somebody it. else chime in here because I I'm just yeah. well, I'm what are you guys talking about oh hi Ricky <laughs> oh big Ricky first of all I have to make a comment okay what the fuck is up with all these people in this room. And cannot make it on a Sunday to our show. <laughs> I know we've got 22 people in the chat room. Sunday. Come Just on. You all know you all are fucked up. And there are 20, 21 people listening. It's because they're all in church on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> so you guys were talking about straight guys that cuddle with gay guys or that don't? Turnip head was. <laughs> because I could tell you I totally have a friend, my friend Trucker Mike. I could totally do that if I wanted to. But does he want to? Trucker Mike? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's straight? Yeah. The guy with all those piercings on his penis? Yeah, he's like, was in the Navy and all that crap. He's straight. I'm sorry, I need to know who you're talking about. Can you post photos? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I've seen the photo. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, you'll have to go back on the, uh, the Foul Monkeys blog and check that out. Yeah, go way back. <laughs> Well, anyway, I I just think I I find it hard to believe that a, a straight man can do that. I mean, I'm sure there are I'm sure there are turnip head. I'm just saying that because all the straight men I know wouldn't even want to be seen with a uh, not seen, but would would not want to lay in a bed with a gay man. Well, my question I'm not now is laying in bed. I'm like, well, lay on the couch and cuddle. Well, my question always comes back to why is the why is it this way in our society? And I think it comes down to control. Um, the churches what? create this paranoia that sex is bad to control people. Does it not always come back to religion? Yes, See, I, I guess it could. It does. See, I have to say, I, I'm going to interrupt. I really like what Teaching Thomas said just a couple seconds ago. The men in Ethiopia hold hands in public and homosexuality is illegal there. I spent a lot of time in Cameroon with my grandparents and men hold hands in public there. And at the time I was there, I was coming to terms with my sexuality 
and dealing with the whole growing up in a super religious family. And I saw men holding hands, and it was the biggest mindfuck for me. Yeah, but there you go. Culture. It's the culture that's different. That's, okay. That's very acceptable there. But in, in the United States, with our Christian right Republican uh, views of sexuality, that is not going to fly. It's okay, not just I'm Christian sorry. right Republican, though. Okay. It's, it's, it's throughout American society. Well, that's true. That, I just automatically, that's my go-to uh, okay. Archer <laughs> and segment of the population. <laughs> okay. Um, Archer, yes. have you gone on peopleofwalmart.com? Yes, I have. Have you seen how many men show up in those photos in a miniskirt and heels? Well, those people are crazy, you realize. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> the frequency of that... Going on in the States blows my mind because it does not happen up here. You don't see it up here. Well, because we have the crazies down here. (laughs) Yeah, but with all those hundreds of millions of people, you're bound to find a greater percentage of weirdos. And if you got someone sitting at Walmart waiting to take a picture, you're going to find more than one. (laughs) I almost want to make a trip down to the States (laughs) to some of these Walmarts just for the photos. But I mean... (laughs) Like, Some are better than others. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm Dom, lost. What, I, I'm just. I, what, what's crazy about wearing high heels and a skirt? I, I do. Am I lost somewhere? No, 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 no. We're, we're not talking about, about drag queens in general. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about. We're talking about the guy that still that just changed his oil and still in his wife beater and 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 Daisy Dukes. And Ooh, now that sounds hot. Daisy Dukes and a wife beater. That guy sounds hot. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, but he's 60 years old, and he's wearing Julian his wife's... <laughs> Julian's drooling. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So where, where, where were we going with this topic? Now, I kind of lost I lost where we went. We sort of got off, off track. We did get well, off track. If we want to continue and stay off track, I've got a funny video. I, I don't know how to post it, but when you guys were talking about, like, spooning with straight men... It just reminded me of the B Squad. Um, if you've ever been to the B Squad.com, they have a video called Paul and Frank, and it's these two straight guys that swear they're not gay, and by the end, they're fucking going, This isn't gay, we're best friends. And I just, I, I thought of that, and I thought that was amusing. Well, what's the name of the crap. video, though? It's called Paul and Frank. We'll have to look oh, at They're fun. Is it on YouTube? Yes. Okay, well, we'll have to check that out. If you could put a link in the chat in the um, chat room, that would be great. I will try to figure out how to do that. <laughs> okay, you just copy and paste. Chop <laughs> chop. Oh, okay. Well, I actually I have um, kind of have a topic, but I don't want to. Uh, I've I brought this up uh, like probably four or five times in the past in the chat room. I mean, in uh, the, the, the group shows, and I still don't understand it. Maybe somebody can help me along with this once again. Um, I was listening to a podcast today, and maybe some of you probably heard it too. I don't know. But this podcaster was um, telling a story of going on vacation with his parents. His parents who do not care for his lifestyle whatsoever. They don't want to discuss it. They don't want to see the boyfriend. They don't want to have anything to do with it. And yet it was just him and his parents. And he puts up with his parents acting like this. And they've known he's been gay for years. At what point do you say, I am done with this. I am done with you. If you cannot accept me, if you cannot uh, like my boyfriend as much as I do, you know, or accept him or whatever, 
you are out of my life. Why, why can't people do that? Um, you know what, Archer? I was actually um, catching up on the podcast, and we were talking. You were talking with uh, the Fade Driver. Is he still in, in here? Yes, hey, he's Fade. still in the chat room. Yeah. Um, and how he was dealing with the whole issue and with his family, and um, really got me to thinking because. Um, Okay, this is going to get really, really personal, so I might get choked up. But um, my grandma died in December of last year. And um, before she knew that she was she was getting on, and so she knew that the time was coming when she was going to pass on. So she wrote every one of us a letter. And um, her letter to me was nothing but... I'm so disappointed in you for being gay. Oh. And I didn't know how to take that at first because I was alone and I I I was with family. I wasn't with my I wasn't with the shore bus. Um so I kind of just bottled that up and I'm going to file that away for later. And I came back home and we talked about it and um He talked about the cowardice of it, knowing that she was going to be dead when I read that letter, and she called me out like that, and I had no way to respond. And all my life I had been fighting since I came out for not acceptance, but treat me the same way you did as a kid. I'm still the same kid that stole your cookie dough when I sat on the on the kitchen counter and treat my friends the same way you treat my sister's friends. It doesn't matter where my sexuality is. And the minute she heard, found out that you're gay, everything changed. Everything changed. Every single one of my friends, she assumed, was a lesbian or a fag. That's really Yet sad. she... She has a niece who's married, or, well, they're common law. I mean, they live in Ohio, so <laughs> they don't really have rights. But ever since I was a kid, I, I mean, I remember the first time I went back to visit the family. I was four years old, and they, they were together. And the next time I went back, I was seven, and they had a, adopted a kid. Hmm. And everything was cool. But for me, it was different. Okay, well, um, anyone else want to chime in on this or, or uh, respond to Turnip Head in, in any way? I, I just feel really bad because I, I hear these stories all the time, and that fear was so in my mind that I didn't come out to my parents till I was 24, even though I was doing drag. Girl, I got really good at putting on makeup in the car. But um, <laughs> you, you bragged about that many a time. I, I, girl, I can do it. But that's going to be my title. Girl, I got really good about putting makeup on the car. That's going to fuck everybody's iPhone up, and it's like, girl, I got really good. Dot dot. That's true. I just I feel bad because once my parents finally just said, you know what, we have known since you were born, you're a big old queen, we love you no matter what, and I've never been treated any differently, I I somehow, like, I almost feel bad because it's like I had this great experience with my parents coming out, and I hear stories like that, and it's like getting punched in the heart. It hurts. I don't understand how a parent can do that to a child 
or a grandparent for that matter. Well, here's well, I, you know what. Donna, wait, 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 here's the part that I don't understand. Why do we put up with that shit? That's what I'm saying. Why do you put up with that crap? If they're not ready to but come I'm around, not. fuck them. Darling, see, it's your family, like, though. Yes, they, I, that's I, what I'm saying. They will come around. Fuck them until they do. I would have cut them off. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. Yes. I would have said, this is who I am. This is my life. If you can't accept that, then we have nothing more to say to each other. And that um, would be the end of it. I, I did. At I 17 years old. Just before Christmas, my grandparents came and saw me on my lunch break at work. And we sat there in the mall food court, and they said, what are we doing about Christmas? And I said, if you don't accept the boyfriend that I am seeing right now, we're done. Over and out. Done. And? You are going to give him the same respect, offer him the same respect you would any one of my sister's girlfriends from school. And how did it turn out? We went they said, okay, fine. Now, here's the thing. is My grandfather is a very well-known preacher. Ooh. So, I had... And I grew up a Baptist. And us Baptists up here are much more strict than the Southern Baptists, but they're the same on the fanatical side. I, I was exercised by my church for uh, suspecting being gay. Now, Daniel, and I, I chose to withdraw my membership in order to leave my family out of it instead of having it come up with within a in front of the whole church. Like my sexuality does not need to come up in front of a business meeting in front of a whole church. Ooh, but what I said, have, would they I have did, talked about that at a church at the business meeting? Oh yeah, they would have. Oh my! Oh, that's Baptist. I'm sorry. I, 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 I forgot. Yeah. I know, I know, heard it. But um, I said to my family, "Okay, wait a second. If you're going, if you're going to be a hypocrite, I'm going to start quoting scripture at you. So you want to throw it at me? I'm going to throw it at you." And they finally relented, and they said, "You know what? You have a point. So it doesn't matter. We're not there. Okay, we don't like it, but." We're going to treat them the same way we treat you. So they, and they have. So they they like the short bus these days. Um. Well, my grandfather, um, my grandfather is the only one that's around still. Um, and he has not met the short bus yet. Uh, my sister's met the short bus and she loves him to death. We spent the day together or the weekend before Gay Days. We flew out to go and see and have lunch with her, and. Um, she called me when we landed and said, yeah, he feels like another big brother. Hmm. Which means a lot to me because he means a lot to me. Um, get a tissue. <laughs> what was that? I just said get a tissue for yourself. Oh, okay. Don't, don't you short out your microphone or anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't let your mascara run. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's hear from let's hear from others. What is your um, stories with family and such? I don't think it's that easy for everyone to cut family members off. Um, because, because I don't think I would be able to. Well, considering I only have my mom left, but I mean, of course, I never had a problem with my family. But um, like my dad died, but he didn't. I mean. We never talked about me being gay, but he knew. We just never really talked about it. 
but um, there was never like a problem. He still loved me for who I was, and he just didn't talk about it, and there was never an issue. But like, there's only one person in my family that doesn't know, and that's my grandmother. But I don't know how she doesn't know. But whatever. Well, but I would she, never she need to know. No, no, I mean not really. But I mean, even if she knew and she didn't really like it, I still wouldn't cut her off because. Well, she's my only remaining grandmother left, and I would, to me, I would feel like an awful person if I just cut her off and then she died. That would not be, like, the best scenario for me. And I think a lot of people are close to their family, even if family members are mean to each other. I can understand that because she's, you know, close to death or whatever. I don't think I – I don't – I wouldn't find that necessary to tell her. I I guess I'm thinking more of my immediate family, those who are not within knocking on death's door. Um, And just being – if you're not going to accept who I am, then I'm done with you until you can accept me. But I don't think I would ever be that way towards anyone. I guess I'm too forgiving of a person. Well, then, okay, then I guess for me, then, if if you can be that way, then you're willing to put up with their crap, right? Right, but, I mean, is this... I don't know what podcast you're talking about, so I can't... I don't well, know which one it is. To me, but, I mean, I is the person about bitching this. about it, or... No, they're not bitching about it. Okay, well, just as long as they're not complaining, then there should be no problem. But if they're complaining about it, and they're not doing anything about it, that's the problem. Okay, I shouldn't say they're not complaining. It's just that this topic comes up three or four times a year with this podcast. And I think the same thing every time I hear it. I'm like, why do you put up with this shit? Why do you okay. keep putting up with it? Okay. Actually, let me ask you, let me ask Big Licky a question. If your grandma was sitting there for Thanksgiving dinner and saying, this faggot this, that faggot that, this faggot that, dirty fucking faggot, what would you do? Um, I don't think, well, if she were... I mean, I would probably just get up and leave. I wouldn't say anything. I would just get up. But okay, I don't... My family members that. wouldn't allow that. The family members that I have would not allow that. Okay, but still. What if all... They, okay, what if they all sat there flabbergasted and grandma's blasting off? And I, I, I don't mean to pick on you, but... Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to make... Get to a point here. What would you do? I probably would just get up and leave like leave the room but i've become so immune to people calling people names like people can call me faggot all day long but i just remove myself i'm not no don't get it twisted that's julian i would agree with teaching thomas he says i would leave after making a loud point that's what i I would be totally would i totally would i totally would well i would say i would say something probably you know it's rude or whatever you know but the same way is why, I mean, if she can still, I mean, I, just because she says those things, I don't think that doesn't mean there's no love there. That, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I know people shouldn't treat each other that way, but a lot, of peop, a lot of family members treat each other like shit, but they still love each other down core, to the core. So I don't really? know. So why, why why do so many so why do so many kids get kicked out on the street when they come out to their parents? They're probably religious. That's love. That's that's, love. that's, yeah. that's uh, unconditional uh, love. That's Jesus taking in the prostitute. It's what? religion telling them to get rid of that kid. It's religion. Because okay, no. I still are, think that even though they're they? letting their kid go, I think it's very painful for them. I, no, I don't, I don't believe that at all. 
I do not. No, no, that. no. I, I do. I do. I agree with um, Ricky. with Ricky on that. I agree too. <clears throat> it is very painful for them to do that. They think they're doing the right thing in in their religion. Now, the fact that they are picking and choosing what to believe is a whole other issue. And the fact that they're completely dead, one thousand percent wrong in what they're doing, that's a whole other issue as well. But they believe that they're doing the right thing, and it does pain them. There was, um, oh, geez, Daniel uh, showed me somebody on. How oh, was it? I can't even remember what site it is. Um, it was a aunt who's dealing with her gay son who had been not gay, sorry, gay nephew who had been kicked out of the family because he was found out to be gay by his very religious parents. And the parents, if you read the story, are very clearly upset about what was happening. Daily Coast, thank you, uh, Dana Beaver. Um, and um, they believe they're doing the right thing. The fact that we all can see that it's it's completely wrong doesn't change the fact that they believe that it's right and the fact that they still love their child and are hurting because of what they've done. Now, in many cases, eventually they realize they did the wrong thing. Um, Tom, the Ramble Redhead, had on, on his show, jeez, uh, what are their names? Um, they were in that uh, documentary, The Bible Told Me So. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. I, I can't remember I the names. Talk about. In uh, seven or eight seconds, he'll tell us in the chat room. Yeah. Um, but that was the same thing. They cut off their daughter because she was a lesbian. She ended up committing suicide. And now, of course, they're sorry. And they're doing their best to make amends and to try to uh, fix what they did. But my point is still the same. That do, just because they do, they're doing the wrong thing doesn't mean that those parents don't really feel what they're doing. They just but, – but don't you think that they – Mary Lou and Bob Walner. Yeah, there you Thank you. Thank you, Ramble. But they use religion to make them feel that it's okay that they're doing that to their kid. But even I, even when they when they use that, it's not really making them feel good at all. I mean, it, maybe outside appearance, they may think they're you know fine, but I'm sure inside they are feeling like the most horrible person ever. Well, I kind of hope that they about, are. Well, but they're more worried about what other people think than how well, yeah, it, yeah. they feel. And it's like a death. The person that they thought they knew is no longer there. And it's been replaced. You know what I mean? Yeah, they see it as a death. Yes. And My- um, Michael Sage makes a good point. He says, I don't think they use religion. Religion uses them. That I, Yeah, I was just going to mention that. I really like what that what he said there. Like that, that couldn't be more ground and stone for me. I, I, but I think everyone's getting a little. Conf- I, I think people are confusing religion with how people are taught religion, because if I mean honestly, these people are saying that the Bible tells them this, darlings. If you've read the Bible, it's not telling you that. I mean, on the same hand, that one thing is saying, "Oh, it's abomination." The next time they're saying, "God loves all of His children. He loves His okay, children." But, if, okay, if you're being intelligence and reading the Bible, you're not going to be so hateful. These people who are hateful like this, they can't le- actually call themselves Christians because there's nothing Christ-like about doing what they do. Okay, well, Of course not. And it's usually I not totally the Bible. It's the, the preachers who are saying this, that they're listening yes. to. The Bible, they don't, the half of them probably don't even know what it says in the Bible about it. Look, the, 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 
Go ahead. The, the, hey, the problem isn't Christianity. The Christianity by itself is is a radical religion of the left. It's about human liberation. It's about freedom. It's about personal choice and personal responsibility. It is not about social control. The problem isn't Christianity. The problem is fundamentalism. Fundamentalism of any stripe is a moral evil that is will be the ultimate destruction of the world if it's not checked. If you talk about Christian fundamentalism, Muslim fundamentalism, Hindu fundamentalism, any fundamentalism is wrong because it stops a thinking mind. And if you don't think, then it makes it so much easier to go out and kill people. And they take well, away that ability for you to think. Well, exactly. Look at the rise of Christianity and how fundamentalistic they were <laughs> in the fall of Rome. Of well, Roman yeah, Empire. because because the uh, power elite of the day co-opted the Christian church. The Christian church up until that point was still a, a radical people's religion. And then the, the, Christ, the, sorry, the Roman authorities of the time thought, hey, we can use this to our advantage. They, yeah, they exactly. called the Council of Nicaea to decide what Christianity was. They exactly. picked some books, they threw out others. Christianity, as it is practiced now, is a social construct. It doesn't, it's not the real religion. And that's one of the things that people keep forgetting. Everything that's in Christianity is borrowed from some other culture. There's very little that's actually original. We don't even know if anything that's in the Gospels is real. That was really said, but okay, all Arthur, of it is beside you, the point. Arthur, you get a big hug for me for just saying that because you were just <laughs> going to say what I was going to say. The Council of Nicaea is the biggest fucking farce ever. Yeah, I agree. Actually, and I'm a preacher's kid, so I mean, you know, we and used I'm to have to the Nicene, the Nicene Creed all the time. And but now, Arthur, I'm, you have um, you have uh, basically left the church, right? Oh yeah, I'm an agnostic now. Okay, yeah, I'm not an atheist. Because yeah, you believe there's something out there just in no, case. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Arthur, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I know, I know you are. But it's, it's actually a good point because a lot of people think that agnostics are um, trying to have a Bob each way. And that's not, for me, that's not the case at all. It's simply that I don't know if there's a God or not. I can't prove it, and I certainly can't prove there isn't one. And I'm willing to, to consider the possibility that there might be. I don't think there is. There's nothing in the world to... to to prove to me that there is, but I don't know that there isn't, and since I have that doubt, I'm an agnostic and not an atheist. Well, See, I, I agree with you on the same point, because there's nothing to prove to me that there is, and there's nothing to prove me to me that there isn't. I think being an agnostic is equivalent to gay people's view of bi people. <laughs> Larkin, you did not. But listen, here's how I know that there is no God. Because that church out in wherever had that six-story foot-tall Jesus with the hands. It got, oh, my God. It got Touch struck down, by lightning and burned to the ground. <laughs> did anybody else see that? Yes. I was, was going to podcast about that. Darn you, you took my topic. <laughs> oh, I think that's so funny. Really, I mean, honestly, what, I understand that you, you can't necessarily take what's written in the Bible for face value, but you have to take the general gist of it, which is the – I mean, there's only one law in the Bible. I'm sorry. It's, it, some of them were written in stone, but there's only one. It's the golden rule. It's the basis of every major religion. All the rest of it is fluff. Darling, I don't need fluff. I mean, I, I need yeah, a fluffer, well, but I don't need fluff. fluff. <laughs> what are you talking about? You want your, you need your um, boas and stuff like that. See, now well, I think, I'll, I'll that but I don't know what you're saying. I think I the Bible I'm, was written just to control people. Well, well I don't know the about Council that. Council of Nicaea. 
Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean it was written for that. It means that that's how it was selected. There's a difference there because some of the stuff uh, was probably probably really was written by people uh, who were followers and so on, and some of them may actually have known something about what they were talking about. But it was the choose the picking and choosing of the books that was about social control, and even more importantly, the church that was built up around it. The whole Roman Catholic Church was built for one end and one end only, and that was control. It had nothing to do with religion. To this day, to this day. Wait a minute! Catholics aren't the only one who have the uh, whatever has the lock on control. No, no, no. Look, no, 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 of course no, no. not. But it's it's the the Catholic Church is the first church that ever started, and everything yeah. like disseminated <laughs> from that. Yeah. Who here in the in in that we're talking to, or even in the chat room, has seen Agora? I, I don't know what that is, but I was going to say, um, what about Islam? Because I just, I was watching this. Okay, um, but wait a minute. Let me finish. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I was on. It's my show, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not playing an Anthony. Honestly, I'm not. Where's that freaking hang-up button? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I saw this documentary last night on HBO called Nada, the, the woman who was killed last year in Iran um, during the um, all the riots and stuff when they were during the uh, election. Do you remember that last year when they had that revolution? Hello? What about no. it? The woman who was killed and her the video got put up on YouTube. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. they had this whole thing about her, and they talked about how is the the religion of Islam that basically these fundamentalists who are running uh, Iran are like so discriminatory and so controlling. They don't let women do anything, and and the men control the women. All this stuff. So I'm just, what I'm saying is basically is that they're not the only Catholics aren't the only ones who have. Oh, of course not. You know. No, no. No. My point about the Catholics was just that they were the first Christian religion. A uh, Catholic means universal. And they were the universal church, and they were meant to be the only church. And if it hadn't been for the Reformation, they still would be probably. Um, but you're absolutely right. Other Others are equally as bad. Um, Hindu uh, Fundamentalist Hinduism is every bit as bad in terms of controlling women and so on. And uh, arranged marriages and all the other stuff that yeah. goes with it. Fundamentalism is what the enemy is, not any particular religion. Yeah. Well. I was just reading what, what Daniel said in the chat room. Although I understand and share Archer's disdain for organized religion, <laughs> I have no problem with people who have beliefs in higher beings, even though I don't share those views. <laughs> anyway. Okay, but Archer, the funny thing is, is why why I was going on that topic of um, who, if anyone had seen Argos, um, it was um, a movie that Sadly, didn't make enough time in the main theaters and kind of went right to DVD, but um, was about the fall of Rome and how the rise of Christianity and how uh, horrible and militant and extremist that the, the Christians were at that time. And it kind of gives me, it gives it, well, it gave me a perspective of it, okay. Extremism started back then. Oh, I agree. It's been around forever. Look at the like, it was the Christians. It was the yeah, Christians exactly. that. It was the Christians that burned the Library of Alexandria. It was the Christians who burned the women, accusing them of being witches in uh, New England. <laughs> yeah, like mm, okay, hi. Not gonna. Not kind of like ma- making it for me. Thank you, Virgo. Crusades, hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Hey, Ricky, you've been p- kind of quiet. Do you have anything to share to, about this topic? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get some politics in here so we can talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about. Oh, well, Ricky, Ricky doesn't like politics either. <laughs> Well, let's talk yeah. about porn. Shit, let's talk about something gay. Let's get this gay. Let's, well, let's we were talking about a gay up. topic. It was all about the coming out and families and how they react and how you react to them reacting. Well, but to um, me, it's kind of. Um, thankfully for me, I've not had any major problems ever coming out, and you know, my parents never had an issue with it. And but. Um, the other important thing is, no matter what, is gay people to come out because so many people think they don't know anybody gay. Well, and that's true. just the fact, the biggest factor in changing someone's mind about gay people, for the most part, is someone knowing someone who is that's quote unquote normal, <laughs> whatever that means. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know that someone they know and love is and. Once they can get over, you know, their stereotypes and all the stuff that they've been told their whole lives. I mean, can you hold someone accountable who, if you've been told your whole life that gay is an abomination, you know, that you're, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. By your church and every place you go, just, I mean, you know, I don't know. Do you, how do you hold those people accountable sometimes? Okay, but guess what? Love, love the sinner, hate the sin. I hate that expression. That's bullshit. That's that the what they say. That's yeah, what they but, say. But they and don't really practice that. Homosexuality is a sin, but a homosexual is not a sin. Just like being a prostitute was being a, or prostitution was a sin, but being a prostitute wasn't. Well, that's like the Mormon saying: "It's okay to be gay; you just can't practice it." They don't well, say that, do they? I think they do say that. Yeah, they that. do. The Catholics used to say that before the current um, Pope Ratzinger came along. <laughs> I love the way you put that. It almost sounds nasty when you say that Pope Ratzinger. Actually, <laughs> because I think he is nasty. I know. <laughs> okay, let's I thought let, it was kind of hard. Let's ch- let's do trying to change the subject just slightly. I know people okay. don't. Not necessarily everyone cares for politics, but I just want to t- jump on this topic Stupid. here real quick. Today, in the um, uh, committee for. Um, what is it? I don't know what committee it was on. When the the um, CEO from BP was on there and he was testifying, and then that asshole Republican from Texas, uh, Joe Barton, apologized to BP for the White House uh, pressuring them into the $20 billion. What did he say exactly? Um, shakedown. Yeah, the shakedown, the $20 billion shakedown, shakedown by the White House. Well, late at, at 5.11 p.m., um, he has now retracted his statement. And no, it says late Thursday, he retracted his apology to BP about the whole uh, White House thing. This guy yeah, but it's been asshole. A, it's been in waffle words. Uh, he, he's, he's, conf- he's muddled it up so much that you can't really be sure he, what he's apologizing for. Right, right. But he should no. never have said that in the first place. No, of course not. But it, it's, it's part of the whole Republican meme. They're all saying the same thing. Um, Senator John... Cornyn, or however you pronounce his name, said that he shares um, his that guy's feelings. Michelle Crazy Eyes Bachman said that BP shouldn't be fleeced. Uh, Rush Limbaugh said it was a bailout, and um, 114 See, members of the House called it a shakedown. These so, are, I mean, this is the another party is pro G, pro BP. I was just going to say that this is another indication of how Republicans are so for big business. Absolutely, 
At the cost of anything, period. Exactly, at the cost of anything. That's true. That made me mad when I heard him say that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The White House is securing for the people who don't have the jobs now and the wildlife and all that stuff. How fucking stupid can they be? Because they probably don't really think the oil spill is real. They probably think it's a creation by the U.S. government. Uh, Oh, like the uh, Holocaust was, right? Well, you know the devil did it because of the gays. That's Exactly. That's that's why that oil is spilling out. It's because of the gays. All you fornicators. Oh, and abortions. Yeah. And people that eat cows. And sex out of wedlock. (laughs) People who eat cows. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? I don't, that's just how stupid people are. Oh. That would be something they would say. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Ugh. Yeah, God, God was smoting the, the gulf just before he smote his own Jesus statue. <laughs> <laughs> and if you let the mustard touch with your ketchup on your sandwich, look out. Hey, McDonald's mixes it up. Well, see, that there we are, the root of the devil. <laughs> um, uh, not really McDonald's. They don't like the gays. That that CEO or uh, whatever he that guy who said he that's that's a bit overstated. I think what he said that he, what he said is that as a Christian he could not um, be promoting anything that he didn't agree with, but that each country was entitled to do its own thing and he wasn't going to impose his views. And the commercial, the French commercial, wasn't going to air in America, which he really means wasn't going to be remade for America. That's hardly the same thing as saying I hope those faggots die in hell. And that's the way it's being portrayed by a lot of the gay left. I think that's a bit unfair. What, I, I you know what the part our, is that I don't like? There. That he's with, using, he, he's even speaking of religion with his business. Well, no, that I do agree with. He should have kept that to himself. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the part that I did not like. You see, he could have avoided all of this if he just simply said, um, we have advertising that is appropriate for each culture around the world. And at this time, we're not planning on duplicating that in the U.S. And that would have been the end of it. He didn't even well, I, need to go that far. Hundred percent agree. He didn't even have to go that far, but yes, I agree with that. Well, let's go go eat our Chick Fil A sandwiches and be quiet. <laughs> I am not. There's another one. Now, here's okay. I'll just jump back. Oh, to this. that's really that same podcast I that I was listening to today said that they're going to have like twenty new Chick Fil A's in their city, and they were all happy about it. I'm like. Oh, I in know one big, city. <laughs> yes, I know. Big Fatty loves the Chickafil. I know that, but I oh, totally I, would not go to Chickafil because no, I wouldn't either. because of their religion, and they're not open on Sundays. They base everything on religion. They're, that is a company that I would totally boycott, and I've never been there. Okay, Archer, I got to tell you something. This is really funny. During the good days, we went to the Chickafil or Chick Fil A with Big Fatty. And um, when they found out we were Canadian, all of the staff members started singing the Canadian National Anthem, which I was impressed with. However, they didn't get through it um, to its entirety. I could sing more of the American National Anthem, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) However, when we started getting feisty with them and and one-on-one, they were all... That sounds like fun. Are you guys all here down for the gay days and you guys all having a good time. And it's kind of a double standard. You mean because the people who are working there were talking with, like that with you? Yeah. Well, because um, they ask for a name and 
because they want to call it your order. So it was Short Bus who was um, ordering, and he said, well, just call me Short Bus. And she's like, I can't do that. We's a Christian establishment. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> don't know, but... Wait a minute. Did you just say... Wee's a, a, a Christian establishment. Now, and who's the latest one here? <laughs> and, and, then, and then she said, she did tell us how she was going out with her girls to party, and she was glad it was Saturday night because she didn't have to work the Sunday morning. Well. Mm. So, the whole thing's a bit of hypocrisy, but when she said, yeah, Wee's can't call you that because Wee's a, a Christian establishment. I, uh, well, I don't. I don't get the connection. I don't there. care. The food's still good, and I'll fucking eat there until the place closes. <laughs> now, see, the, I'm I'm with Archer on this one. I, I wouldn't. I would refuse to go there. Just like well, I won't go to Gloria Jeans in New Zealand. Um, Gloria Jeans in New Zealand is owned by a company in Australia, Australia and New Zealand actually, which is closely tied to the ultra fundamentalist Hillsong Church in Australia, and which among other things funds an ex-gay ministry or ex-lesbian ministry specifically. So no way in hell I'm going to give them any of my money. See me either. That's exactly the way I feel. I'm like I, I'm not going to give them one dime to keep proselytizing the garbage that yeah. they do. I should say for the benefit of your global listeners that that Gloria Jeans. Uh, Gloria Jeans in the United States and in Puerto Rico is owned by Gloria Jeans, but in the rest of the world, it's run by this fundamentalist company. Mm. Um, well, in my defense, I just wanted a chicken fill. I just wanted to know what it was like. I only bought the cheapest thing on the menu to see what it was like. I don't care. You gave them money. Um, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. So often, you go buy gas and put, go put petrol in your car and you're giving money to an organization who is doing everything to undermine all your values, you know? Well, which, that, that's which actually a good point. You know, no matter what you do in this world, you go out and you spend money unless you know the person at the end who it's a single, you know, family or owned by a single person business and you know what that person's doing with the money at the end. I mean, well, that's, that's my that point. That person could be hiring a radical people, you know, yeah, but wait a I, minute. I wish it was that easy though. I mean, well, I'm just saying that that's period point blank across the whole. Yeah. But the country. difference, well, I can wait. The difference here is that Chickafil openly, you know, says that all of this stuff, they, they, you know, publish it and say that they are a Christian business and that they are not open on Sundays and all the. But are they discriminating profits. against people? Have they d- turn a pad where well, you discriminate against when you're down there? But this is, you- I'm looking at a different topic. For me, it's the religion. I, I'm not looking at the discrimination part. That's a whole other topic. But there's a lot of people. There are a lot of gay people who are. I'm okay. I'm not a. You know, I'm not religious in any way. You know, I'm an atheist. But that part, I, there's a Chick Fil A five blocks from my house. Um, I stopped going there for a while when they said, God bless you, and it bothered me. Um, I went in with some people after, and they didn't say that. So I don't go there a real lot. It's fairly expensive for what it is. So, I mean, it's good food. Um, but they're always be, courteous. Be, they're just, always, they're all, it's good quality service. They're always friendly. My order is always right. That does not mean anything to me. I go to Burger King right next door. 
to it. But, but I'm saying because my order to drive to is wrong 50 percent of the time. Larkin, listen to me. Get those Christians in that Burger King and get my fucking order right. Damn it. <laughs> I think my point my... is just this: that because I know, I outright know what Chick Fil A knows. I mean, does with their money and they proselytize all this stuff. Because I know this, I am going to avoid them because I don't believe in it. See, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. I'm just playing, you know, I'm just saying that there's so many places out there where your money is doing much worse. I know, and if I knew that, I would not be giving them money. And would you, well, but would you feel the same if they were going to give you a million dollars? I'm sure that if they were going to hand you a million dollars, you'd be like, okay, I can deal with your religion. Wh- wait, why would they give me a million dollars? No, I'm just well, saying. Then, if it, if, it, 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 if there's some kind of contest, let's just say in that, you know, for some reason they're doing something out of the kindness of their hearts and your name gets drawn in this contest for a million dollars would you refuse the million dollars because they're a religious organization yes absolutely and this i would stand behind absolutely i would not take their money so Uh why didn't you take their Uh money and then why didn't you take their money why wouldn't you take the money and then donate it to someone that would need it if you didn't want it for yourself okay well that's not a bad idea (laughs) well (laughs) see what i'm saying i mean it's you know and plus, if you actually sat down and looked at every company that you give money to and you researched everything that they do, I'm sure you would not be happy with any of those companies. But here's the thing. Again, I'm coming back to this. There's a difference. For example, Apple Computer is not saying about, talking about their religion. They're not using their religion in their advertising, in their press releases, and you know, they don't, they're, they're open on Sundays. I'm saying they openly do it. If I know that a company is openly doing this – uh, using their religion, I am not going to support them. But Apple wasn't founded on a religious base. Uh, apparently, Chick Fil A was run. I mean, it was started on a religious base. They have religious owners, so I mean, it's That's always why been I that won't way. ever give them any money. But Steve Jobs is a god, right? That, he's a different kind of god. <laughs> <laughs> like what Daniel Beaver just said, d- d- Apple is a religion, and I am a founding member of that church. <laughs> yeah, but but now hang on, hang on a minute. The, one of the issues here that was was going around in all of that exchange was about how it's essentially it's almost impossible to find a perfect company, and that's true of Apple as well. Um, oh. Somebody in the chat room was talking about Apple's chain of production. They've got people committing suicide in China yes, because yes. of their production. They've got they have unfair labor practices and dangerous labor uh, da- dangerous production facilities in in asia and as if all that weren't bad enough apple also censors things that that are that go through its itunes store or the app store and so on because now, steve apple said he's is not to, a perfect company i agree with you steve said he's going to rid the app store of porn yeah and fuck him i say it's i not, say it's fuck not, him too he said it's none of his business i mean recently there was a case of a graphic novel um of uh the importance of being earnest it was an odd thing the bit i saw of it and um apple censored it they put big black blocks over the drawings so it didn't make any sense whatsoever even though you already had to say you were over 17 in order to be able to buy it they still censored it well that's none of his fucking business <laughs> see i agree if you're buying that app you should get what the app was made for. He he's the middleman. He shouldn't be censoring no. it. He should have no say whatsoever. If something is 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 adult, that's fine. And but you know you're restricted to those who are legally of age in the country to purchase it. That's that's a reasonable thing to do. But to censor it so that nobody can see it, that is none of his business. I completely agree. And I and I when love I, Apple products. 
when I when when with that aspect, I have to say to him, "Get off the cross. Somebody needs the wood." <laughs> now, now da- Daniel Beaver in the chat room says, I, "I'm waiting for you to pick up on this, Archer. I've he been says, waiting for it." He says, "That's really sad, Archer. I like some of Apple's products, but I would not be so blind as to buy something Apple when there are better choices." Well, Daniel, simply there are no better choices. Apple Amen. is the best. <laughs> That's what you're missing. <laughs> I have a question. If Steve Jobs, if Apple was a country and Steve Jobs was a dictator, I shouldn't say this, Steve Jobs was a president, that, what kind of leader would he, would he be like, who would we compare him to? He'd be a big dictator. brother. Yeah. He he'd be, be just a big brother. Would he be like Hitler? No, he'd be like big brother uh, in 1984. Yes, he would be. Oh, like more that. like that. Yeah. Because you, you hear those bits and pieces about people who work for Apple and it sounds like he would be exactly that. Yeah, which doesn't mean I don't like their products. <laughs> Same here. See, so Chick Fil A, Apple. I, I mean, what's the? You know what I mean? It's uh, that's not to say I, choose, I wouldn't lick well, his no, balls either. Well, no, it's because you have to choose in your world what's important to you and what's not. In your world, that's okay. That you know. Ricky well, yeah, and, and ultimately you have to make choices that are consistent with your values. Like I don't shop, I don't buy petrol at Mobile, for instance, because they uh, rescinded and refused to reinstate their partnership benefits for same-sex partners. So I will not buy petrol from Mobile or anything else from that for that. Yeah, matter. Plus, would, they also I, have like, policies that suck. That's like I won't buy um, gas from Exxon because of the first oil spill. Same um, company. And I just want to say in the chat room, Sora1989 asked me a question. If Apple was purely Christian-run, would you boycott it? If I knew they were, like I know Chickafil is, then I would actually boycott them, yes. <gasps> that, oh, Archer that's boy. when I would find Archer something boy. better. Because I am so – I've had enough of religion. I cannot stand religion. And that would drive me crazy. So no, I would. But not. I think it's I, I think it's going away more. I mean, could you imagine if it was like, well, you were alive then? But I was. Gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Thanks, no, there, big licky. I was going to say, could you imagine, like, you know, thirty, forty years ago, how much worse it was? Oh, I yeah. think religion's kind of dying. Maybe. I Why? actually, I think oh, you're right. It's the other way around. No, I yeah, think because no. I th- well, I shouldn't say it's dying away. More people. Like every five to ten years, more people are identifying themselves as either um, agnostic or atheist. That's true, but it's still a tiny minority. But it's, it's a it's, tiny it's, minority. But the ones that are identifying themselves with a religion are becoming more and more um, crazy. I'm going to be polite, vigorous. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a good point. When I was a kid, um, pretty much everybody went to church. Uh, you know, the whole family would go, and the kids would go to Sunday school. There'd be vacation Bible school in the summer, and all that sort of stuff. It was common. Everybody I knew that's that's the way that they lived their lives, unless they were Jewish, of course. And then they went on Saturdays to temple, but but still, everybody did something like that. And but that was the extent of it. Uh, there, you'd have a, occasional mention of God in politics, but very rarely. And then all of a sudden, about 1980, it all started to change with Ronald Reagan when he brought in all the fundamentalists with him in his election. And now Christianity is a militant political right-wing force. Now, other people are still there. They just don't go to church anymore, and they don't speak out. And so the only people you ever hear when you talk about religion are the militants. Are the crazies, yep. Now, I guess they were a lot nicer back in the day. Huh? And you know what? I think they were. Stevie B <laughs> says that it was not worse 30 or 40 years ago because he was there. <laughs> yeah, so was I. And um, 
this other this nameless person uh, M I B O one D four W Y I mean Y W W Y whatever Archer. How do you abide having a religious boyfriend? Well, two things. First of all, my boyfriend is not religious. He is spiritual. He doesn't, mm. he doesn't like to um, admit or say that he, he follows one religion. Two, I believe in respect for people's opinions and their, I respect his religion. I respect him having the religion. If he wants to do that, that is fine for him. He just cannot push it onto me, which he never does. So that, that's that's you, why you would just hold out. <laughs> no, on Sundays he goes to church and he does his thing, and no, he, 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 pushes you. he just pushes it in you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> and Arch, Archer worships too. He goes, "Holy Jesus!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! God! Oh my God! <laughs> You know what I always find fascinating is everybody's God believes exactly what they believe. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Funny that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, then my God's a screaming drag queen. Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm sure he is. Or she is. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't commented because you guys got in your little roles and it's so hard. <laughs> it's hard we to do. Get we get crazy, right. Donna. We get going. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely adore it. But you guys are talking about these companies. Um, a, the example for those of us that are over here on the West, um, we have In-N-Out Burgers, which is a huge religious company. But fuck that. I love me their hamburgers. It is darling. so good. Oh, my it God. Is, oh, See, it, I never <laughs> even knew that. They're everywhere around here. I never knew that they were that way. But, They're Donna, super, you, you strike. It's not, I was going to say, you strike me as a religious person anyway. Well, I'm not – okay. Now, I'm not – I will not say that I'm part of a religion because I'm not going to call myself a Christian because I don't act like Christ, darling. I'm not trying to be like him. I'm a very – I have faith. But my problem is that I don't think any religion is right. I think they all have their truths, and they're all right in their own aspects. But I'm not going to sit there and, and say, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Buddhist. I'm this. I'm that. I'm just going to believe in the higher power and be good to other people. It's all about karma. It's all about the golden rule, and that's how I'm trying to live my life. But sometimes i got to call someone a bitch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to treat you how you scratch the bitch's eye out, right? Bitch, you want to mess with me? I will snap off my press-ons, and you're getting some. Let's go. Now, RR3 makes a good point. RR3 makes a good point. We should be supportive of businesses who are supportive of us. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's I, – I, honestly, that's what I've been trying to push. Um, and if I could sit down on my computer for longer um, and blog more about it, I'd be pushing more of the gay businesses in, in my area because why are we – spending our money and getting the same thing at the local department store when you could go in and maybe even spend 50 cents more on your purchase and support your local gay um, retailer. Like, do it. But that's segregating ourselves, darling. I understand supporting your own groups, but you don't have to sit there. Like, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I only shop at gay places and I only eat at gay places okay, and I only fuck gay men. Sometimes okay, I only but, get fucked okay. by a straight guy, okay? You wouldn't be able to do that because not all gay-owned establishments would be able to support everything that you need to buy. <laughs> right. Of course. So like, if you want... 
if you want to get your pair of Calvin Klein underwear, your your three pack of white briefs, go to the gay store instead of going to the Kmart or the Simpson Sears or the Walmarts. Yeah, but That's not everybody has those I'm kind saying. of not everybody has those kind of choices. Okay, and if you don't, okay, fine, go where you need to go. But if you well, have that choice, why not support your community? Okay, well, Sora1989 makes another good point, or at least it brings up a good question. The problem with businesses is they are scared. If they say they are openly supporting gay, then straight people won't shop there. Thus, they lose oh. money. Is that true? Well, okay, yeah. it's not because true. The, the, the it's not right true. One at a time. Arthur. Oh. I was going to say, it's true because the radical right is always launching boycotts of any company that uh, tries to do anything positive towards gay people. But true. We're and talking you have about to... bigger companies here. We're not talking little mom-pa companies. I was going to say, uh, people like um, Pepsi, like they were under one of those bans from the Relig- American Family Association, and they survived the around, by saying... It was not Coke, and they switched to Pepsi? Whoever it was, I don't know, but they said, yeah. um, they said we're not going to put up with this, you know. We're, we're going to do what we want to do. You can't tell us what we can't do. And, yeah, and they but did it, not it, suffer it, anything. You're right. And big companies can often weather it, but small companies can't. If the local store, for instance, or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the local, small local chain does something positive, like gives uh, $5,000 to help gay youth, we'll say, and the Christians get upset, the far-right Christians get upset about it, they can't withstand the storm that might hit them. True. So they're afraid to do anything, I would think. See, that makes me so sad because that doesn't happen up here. You are in the middle of nowhere. You're nowhere near the gay village, and you, you will walk into a shop and see the gay flag plastered on the door. You'll see the rainbow flag. Well, honey, you're and in a totally different it, country. Yeah, you sound like you're <laughs> in Okay, some- I know that. I know that. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. That's why I am so – why it hurts me so bad that you guys aren't. Because <laughs> we can't all so, move to Canada. <laughs> well, even no, it frustrates me to no end that you guys are okay with. Honey, like, honey calm is- down. Yeah, well, it, that that's exactly the the problem is that too many people are okay with it. They'll they'll shop at the Chick-a-Fil and the In-N-Out Burger and they'll put up with with TV preachers saying all sorts of irrational things. They'll they'll say, uh, well that Republican there who just said that gay people should be put to death, he just has a different point of view. Or the Tea Party over there that wants to um, set up death camps, they just they're just another form of political expression. There has to come a point where you say, "No, there's right and there's wrong, and these people are wrong." I agree. Yeah. But the problem Archer- is uh- is that it's it, today's generation of gay doesn't want to fight back? Yeah, okay, I agree. The problem is the young people haven't had to experience what the older generation had to experience, so they have it an easier. But back yeah. then, we were a community, like, darling, I'm 26, so I wasn't around back then, but hearing these stories. You guys were a community. It wasn't the gays over there, the drag queens over there, the trannies yeah. over there, the lesbians over there. But you know what's we destroyed that? Unified community. Gay people destroyed it. We destroyed No, you know what's destroyed it? Two things. Online activities, so yeah. people no longer have to leave their homes. And, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And um, just acceptance of gay people in general within society. I mean, it, we're not accepted everywhere, but our acceptance rates are well over 50% of 
most places okay. these days. And 30 years ago, what it would have been, like 20, you know, 15, 20%, I don't okay, know. Okay, but why doesn't it show up in the law? Why does it not, um, why is it not black take, and white? Yeah, that always, take, that always lags. Things always take time, and they will. I mean, Another Prop 20 to 50 that's years. Problem, that's you know the problem what? I have. That's but Prop 8 in California is very close to being overturned. So time and patience. There it is. I mean, and. That's only one step, though, Larkin. But when it goes I understand, to but it's, it's not, a step. As long as, as long as things move forward. Right? Well, and the whole movement. Don't move forward okay, in many different second. fronts as possible. Don't ask, don't tell, suppose it's going to be overturned. I mean, things are moving forward, are they not? Maybe they not are. as fast as we want. They right? are. And what, and what no. a lot of people don't realize, if, if they haven't been around a while, is that it's always a case of uh, a few steps forward, a few steps back, a few steps forward, a few steps back, endlessly, until it's, we finally get to the end. It's not a straight line, so to speak. It, yes, seriously, not, not to, to compare. Say, honestly, not this to compare. Not militant, but it's time for no more steps back. It's time for steps forward. Yes, but if, look if at the United States of America. Look at the history. Look at the history. Oh my God, I'm going to smack you. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's not a teacher voice. (laughs) Are we going to fall out of bed too? Uh, I just want to say, look at just don't leak on his cup duvet. (laughs) Not that I can compare this, but look at the history for African Americans in this country. Look how long it took them to get equal rights, and they're still not being treated equally. Oh, okay. You know what? But I know there's a lot of black people when you try and compare us to them, they say, oh, well, your struggle's nowhere near as bad as our struggle is. No, the gay struggle has always been the hardest struggle. No one put us, there were no black people in concentration camps in World War II, but there were a whole lot of faggots. (laughs) That's a good point. Amen. Well, that's because of how many black people were in Germany during that time. That's true. But that's that's not the point. But I'm not trying to say that that our, our struggle is... Um, harder than the than the blacks. I'm just saying. Look at the history. Look how long it took them. I'm saying sometimes we want things really fast, but they're just not going to happen that fast. But yes, they the, the, fought for what they wanted. They fought. They were out there every day until they got their rights, and we just stopped fighting. We just we just kind of gave up and said, "Okay, we're kind of accepted." So I think that's enough. See, so I don't I don't think we have given up. Thing- the prop the thing with prop eight, the thing with don't ask, don't tell, those have those aren't forward steps, darling. Those are sideways steps. Until they are approved, they are sideways steps. Oh, oh, they're in the media. No, it's not gonna. It's not good unless it's done. When gays can serve in the military and be open about it, then personally, if I don't have the same rights as every heterosexual in this goddamn country, why am I paying the same amount of fucking taxes? Amen, sister. Amen. I, well, I, I, I completely because... agree. Let's let's give Arthur a second here. No, I was, I was just going to say, Donna, I completely agree with you. And but the problem I have is that so many of the the activists that are coming forward now, like Get Equal, seem to be saying we want it all. We want it all right this very second. And all, all while I completely understand where they're coming from, and I completely understand why they feel that way, because I do too. It ain't realistic. It's not going to happen. Exactly. The United yes. United okay, States. But why is can't it, it happen? Because, because that's not I mean, reality. The United States grow up no, and no, no, meet the rest won't. of the world. Why can't the United States grow up and meet the rest of the free I'm, world? I'm about to explain. Wait, 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 wait. Let him talk. Let him talk. 
<laughs> the United States is is a binary country. There are two parties and only two parties, Republican and Democrat. I can guarantee you that whoever the next president is, it will be a Republican or a Democrat. I can guarantee you that whoever runs the next Congress will be Republican or Democrat. There will be no other party that will be in the mix. No third party has has managed to capture the White House since Abraham Lincoln in 1860. It's not going to change. So you can you can bluff and bluster all you want. You can occupy the offices of Democrats and help elect your enemies to office. That's going to do a whole lot to change things. If you want to change things, you've got to work with the system as it is. And that system okay, is Republican and Democrat. And that's it. And the Democrats are the only people who will support us. The Republicans have proven they won't. The Republicans actively work against us. And yes, we have conservative Democrats who, in my opinion, should just jump ship to the Republican Party anyway, like Blanche Lincoln. This is uh, one of the ones that's in my mind lately. But that doesn't change the fact that if we really want to change, we have the only option of the Democratic Party. That's it. We don't have any other options. I agree. Okay, okay I'm going to interrupt here. And I might royal, I might, I might ruffle Arthur's feathers. <laughs> then I will hang up on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll give you the floor. <laughs> Arthur. Why do you have to wait for a political party? Why can't no, no, the no. people speak for? No, I, I agree. I didn't. Mean, I didn't mean we have to wait for the Democrats to do it. What I meant is we have to work within the system as it is now through the Democratic Party because those are the only people we can elect who will do what we want them to do. We can't. Okay. We, if we vote for Republicans, we're throwing our votes away and we're voting against our own best interests. I agree. The party's proven that. Now, explain this to a Mexican. <laughs> Lord, if you bring up Mexicans, this is a whole other topic, and I'm going to get hated. So watch out. No, he no. means Mexicans as in any foreign person besides Americans. In the big fatty okay. sense of the word. The big fatty. Yeah, you can't listen Mexican. to big fatty. Okay, if you start talking about Mexicans, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> big Licky likes the Mexicans, too, I think. so. Yeah, so. Uh, I didn't say so much that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I'm from Southern California. I have very strong opinions of Mexicans. Well, now, now hold on to those. Let's 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 let Turnip Head go off. <laughs> um, okay. So what what do what does America need to do to immobilize those people who are okay with the fact that people are gay, that are okay with the fact that there is gay marriage? To vote and speak their minds and stand up. Because when statistics come out, everybody's cool with it. But when voting comes, it doesn't happen. So, like, what is it going to take to get well, that? You, to make it a law. Do you understand it's, my frustration? It's going to have to be a yeah. law that you have to vote. Yes, no, I was say, that, that, my no, 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 no. I, I completely disagree with that because then you're going to get all all of the weirdos voting as well. It is in our best interest to keep the radical right from voting. It's in our best interest to get the left to the polls. The best way to do that is to get is to either make election day a national holiday where all businesses are forced to close, or move it to the weekend. I was and just, that's problematic because we, you've got a lot of Jewish people who wouldn't be able to vote on Saturday. I, see, I was going to agree with you completely because I think but I was what it comes say, down sorry, to, turn up, what it oh, comes down to is that people, even though they may agree with us and they might be in our their straight allies or whatever. Other things get in the way. Oh, I have to work this day. Um, I can't go out and do a rally because my kid is at daycare. I mean, there are all these other reasons why our allies aren't able to get behind us when it comes time to either vote or march or protest or whatever. 
then you got to motivate them. Um, you, not you, you personally. One uh, does. <laughs> larger. Well, I'm larger working on it with this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I understand that. But I mean, I really want, I know you and I have had conversations, um, off air and one-on-one where I've expressed my, actually it was last, um, last pride weekend. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> and I got really frustrated and it's not that I'm I'm hateful. It's it hurts. I know. Well, the the thing is that when one of the, I mean, I, there's I, a lot of things going on here. Getting people to vote is critical, and I I think that one of the best examples we've seen of how that does work recently is in the 2008 pres- presidential elections, because the Obama campaign was absolutely masterful at identifying its voters and getting them, getting them to the polls because they knew damn well that if they didn't have a huge turnout that the Republicans would get the election because that's how they yeah. got it in 2004. Exactly. They didn't need to steal a lot of votes in order to be able to win the 2004 election because it was close enough. They needed to win by a big number, and they did. They pulled it off, and that's what needs to happen again. It needs to happen in 2010 with the midterm elections. It needs to happen in 2012 with the presidential elections. And what annoys me to no end are the GLBT activists to say, oh, it doesn't matter who you vote for. The hell it doesn't. If you don't – if you think that it doesn't matter, then consider what it would be like under President Palin. For fuck's sake, it matters. Oh, my God. Oh. It really matters for that one. <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad that you brought up the activists because I, I think that that comes down to a lot of it too. We have let these activist groups – we have let groups that we don't necessarily know exactly what they're after and how they're doing it. We've let them do all the work for us. I mean, honestly, like you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I've got to work. I'll let, I'll let the Gay Rights Coalition. I'll get let one of those people yeah. deal with it. No, yeah. no. If you want change, you have to fight for change, okay? If you have grievances with your, with your government, you go out there and you fight for it, darling, because that's what yeah. it says supposed to do that's what we did up here we fought and we fought and we fought and we fought and we got it i know you hate to hear it but you've got to give it time here's the thing here's the thing and sorry arthur to cut you off we weren't patient and it was like no it is time the government and the laws deal with what's going on now and we're going to force it and we fought and we fought and we fought and we fought and we got it yeah but one of the things is that canada is a parliamentary democracy things can happen overnight in the united states which is not that, a parliamentary that is true democracy, that is true it, i understand it can take that decades to change i understand that because where in, in, where i have my problem is every one of the america's allies and I mean no disrespect to the U.S. I have U.S. blood in me. I mean, oh, a no short bus American? <laughs> no. <laughs> my grandmother. My dear American blood, not an American. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, the, good, good, good one. No, my dearly departed grandmother is American. And I'm very proud of my American roots and my American family. Um, he just got the joke and, on the stream and just laughed like, seven seconds later. But um, it really bothers me that America calls itself the leader of the free world. 
Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> and their people are not free. And my friends that I care about a lot, some I've met, some I haven't. I've I've met Ricky. I got to give him a big hug. I got to meet Julian. I got to meet um, Daniel Burr, 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 Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet them. And they're not just a voice on the internet. They're a Rich real H. person. <laughs> and they don't get to enjoy what I do. And Canada is a lesser comp- uh, country. Well, in terms of size. <laughs> Canada is the, the second largest country, landmass-wise. Yeah, I meant population. <laughs> yes, but, I mean, there is a lot of room for all the homosexuals to come up here and get equal rights. I'm just saying. Darling, if it wasn't so fucking cold, I'd already be up there. And, yeah. uh, I, I've never been in the snow. I don't know what it's like. I'm afraid of it. It's the white devil. I don't want to be anywhere near it, okay? The white devil. <laughs> but you guys are talking like, about Well, New, New Zealand's almost as good. We have a much milder climate. But That's my motivation for the how- whole thing. It's like it really bothers me that people that I care about that are so close don't get to experience what I get to, and it seems to be okay. It's mm. not that it's okay, but there – I mean, honestly, if you look at any American, you're saying, okay, America should be more tolerant. You know what? America should be a lot of things, darling. It should be more self-sufficient considering how fucking big it is. We shouldn't be paying farmers not to grow and then input importing fruit. Like honestly, there's a lot of shit we should be doing. We should be more self-sufficient. We should have smarter kids. I'm sorry. I know a lot of retarded kids that live in my neighborhood that are well, dumb I, stuff. I will agree with you, Donna, that your trade, the, the U.S. trade deficit is astronomical and um, almost like disgusting. But I mean, I mean honestly. But we we call ourselves this. I mean, yeah, we're we're the leaders of the free world. Yeah, because we have a military that fucking won't butt out of its own fucking business. Like, and I blame that on the Republicans too. Well, well the yeah, US, of course. The U.S. makes up five percent of the world's population, and we consume over half the world's medicine. That, and see, that's fucking scary. But here's another scary thought. I'm down at Disney at Gay Days with Short Bus, and I'm nervous. To grab his hand in a sea of red shirts. Yeah, I don't think I'd grab my boyfriend's hand there either. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I, I think mean, I would, you know, you have to um, be aware but, I mean, of like, Go I, ahead. I, I would say I'd like to be aware of my um, of where I am. I don't think that would be the appropriate place to grab my boyfriend's hand. I want well, a boyfriend first. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes it. It kind of facilitates the the procedure. I just kind of, but I just hold my own hand when I'm at gay days at Disney. <laughs> Someone, someone's got to love me. Don, are you going to come next year? I want to. I do, but it's so fucking hot. My face would melt. <laughs> I mean, they need to do that shit. We'll, we'll figure it out okay. for you. Now, teaching, Th- teaching Thomas asked actually a good question. He said, but if he wanted to hold his hand, his boyfriend's hand, would that be a bad thing? No, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But You know what? I did. Well, that's I did. fine. I, I'm just I saying. I just stood up and I'm like, you know what? If someone's going to come up and beat me, I will fucking kick your ass 
if uh, you have a problem with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I was going to say you have to be um, ready for anything that's going to come your way if you're going to um, openly do that, whatever you know. Because I think that invites. Were you going to say flaunt? No, no, I, no, no, I was no, not going to say flaunt. <laughs> I'm saying you're you're inviting um, some pain your way. I think. But see, here's the thing. Between the short bus and I, we're both very comfortable in our relationship. But this was our first vacation together. And there were moments where it was a tender moment. It's like, oh, my God, we're at Disney. Oh, my God, we're on our first vacation. Um, I need to grab your hand. I need to give you a kiss, whatever. Um, Someone has a problem with that? Bring it on! I am a. I will rumble and tumble you down and fight for who I am. And even if I'm not in my own country, now if you had done that in my country, you would go to jail for hate crime. Well, that's a whole other no issue. Yeah, what, that I is mean, a whole other issue. Here, here, here's the thing. In my country, not to not I'm like British John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. say, not, not to not to quote British John, but. If you punched a guy because he was holding another guy's hand, that's no different than calling someone and brace yourself. That's no different than calling someone a faggot. We don't have those laws here. Or the N-word. I was going to say it, but you brought that up. So what I'm saying is... I'll say it. I'll say it. Bring it. Screw you, faggot. (laughs) <laughs> I say I have no. When you guys, I'm sorry. When it comes to saying the word faggot, it should just roll off your tongue, darling. It's because if you don't let it hurt you, then it can't. Then when they say it, it won't hurt you. Oh no! I, someone calls me a faggot. I'm like, pull your dick out and let me show you how good I am. <laughs> Ex- oh, hey, exactly. I see. That's why I adore you. You work it out, girl. And, and see, <laughs> okay. like, I'm gonna take that away. I'm gonna take. I I will always take that away from them. Always. Always, but want to talk about? Um, but it's still not behavior really, that's tolerated, and then no, that means no. you need to change your way of thinking. Well, but if you want to get people, even within the own gay community, try going out and drag a little more, darlings. Because I'll tell you right now that heterosexuals obviously always freak out when they see a drag queen. It happens; they always freak out. Look at that big hot mess. But I have noticed more and more lately that even at gay days, gay people are starting to give those weird looks. Like, look at that big bitch. Like, even they I – mean, honestly, I, I think that if you're willing to go out there and be a raging homo, if I'm willing to go out there in a rainbow print dress, I think a gay person should be like, amen, sister, high fives. Like, there should be love coming from our own community. It exactly, comes down exactly. to we hate I, our own I, community. I, I, I and hear you. Come back together and love each other as one unified community, not lesbians and gays, but just gay. We're all gay, darlings. Uh, okay. Uh, I hear you loud and clear, but I think the problem is the fact that there is so much dissension between gay and straight in America. Well, it's that not just every that. Every unit has two identify with themselves and kind of like um, club up together and then they are starting to create their own little idea and then they get uncomfortable with the other groups or the subgroups. 
but that's but that's the problem though. If we like they say that we're what ten percent of the population. If we're ten percent of the population, well, we're not. Ten percent is not uh, is not like is not a valid a valid. Okay, point. but I mean, no. if, that, if, that's an, if that's an estimate, whatever. Just if we yeah. are this population, if the lesbians fight for one thing, like it, it comes down to like when they had the bill and they excluded transgenders. No, it, it comes down to if we were unified as one people, our voice would be more than if we were the trannies over there, the gays over here, and the lesbians up front. Well, no, they're, okay. they're well, when, that, when, that was, when that was going through, the, there was the counter argument that if, if it was pushed through – now, I'm not advocating this. I'm only saying what was going on at the time. They were saying if the – bill were pushed through as as it was including transgender people and failed then everybody lost but if the bill went through with uh, and and jettisoned the the trans people that then at least the people living in Oklahoma City who would would no longer have to worry about being fired for being gay or lesbian and that was progress now you can argue both ways you could say well are the people in Oklahoma City really going to be glad that people stuck to their principles and kept gender people in there and made sure that nobody was protected or would they be happier to at least have themselves protected and then keep working for ultimate inclusion now I'm not saying that that either answer is necessarily right I'm just saying that we don't agree on that point that comes down to people who are looking out for themselves and not think – well, I understand. They had to do something. They had to at least get it out there. But in the end, they sold out part of their own community. For what? So that they would be safe. OK, well – oh, it's OK. Well, I'm safe. I don't have to go to the concentration camp, but you saw me. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I do, I do have to say that in the, in the case of, of that particular incident, I thought it was a stupid thing to do and pointless because there was no way that Bush was going to sign it anyway. So what difference did it make? They might as well have stuck to their principles, let it fail, and it wouldn't have made any any bit of difference whatsoever either way. I thought it was a stupid thing to take them out and because all it ended up doing was getting um, the, the GLB and T people fighting each other and for nothing in the end. Okay. And see, that's something that bothers me. When, when the GLBT, um, et cetera, community starts fighting – that frustrates me beyond on beyond uh, comprehension. Charlie, you get a bunch of gays in a room. There's going to be some fighting. Okay, come yeah. on. Like, how, how okay, but then that's when you fight? need to sit down and say, okay, what's really the issue and what do we really need to get with? Well, and um, I'm going to take over this show and stop you two because I'm, <laughs> you guys could go on all night. I mean, and I love that, but um, we need to, I think, begin to wrap this up. I'm but, sorry, Arthur. No, that's quite all right. That's quite all right. Right it in. That's my bad. Right. No, 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 no. Um, I just want to see if Larkin or Ricky have anything to add to this conversation before I do end yes. Um I think to get the whole gay community on one page to agree on anything is impossible. I agree with that. <laughs> Ricky, do you have yep. anything to add? Or is he still? I on? thought. Hello. Oh yes, there you go. Um, I thought you said my name, but my headphones were off, actually, so I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, that's fine. Uh, is that because you weren't talking? <laughs> um, he wasn't listening at all. No, to be honest, I was hungry and I was tired of the topic. Oh, okay, girl. <laughs> sorry, just being honest. That's okay. So you don't have anything to add, then? <laughs> um, no. Okay. Well, I do want to end this, although this has been an absolutely amazing live show. I think we had um, some amazing topics, and you guys are great. 
but I think we do need to end it. So, before I do, though, I would like to um, give each of you a couple seconds to plug something, either your show or something else. So, I'd like to start with Ricky, because he's at the top of my list. I'm always at the top. <laughs> Even though you're a big old um, bottom. <laughs> yeah. Billy, How you dare you? How very dare you? you. <laughs> so, um, yes, you should come over to foulmonkeys.com and listen to us. And we're live from Sundays to 3 to 4, so we can get all 29 of you fuckers in our room. <laughs> and... <laughs> We also have our Pride 48 event on Saturday. We are live from 9 to 11, and we'd really appreciate if all 29 of you fuckers would be there, too. And that's it. Thanks. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Turniphead, what would you like to plug? Um, I'll plug turnipstyle.com, um, where you can find out uh, information about the hottest and greatest latest underwear. Um, but more importantly... Pride48.com. Very good. Larkin, what are you plugging tonight? I'm going to plug a Canadian show called The Reality Check Podcast. Um, the last one that they did was on, um, they did, talked about Notre, Notre Dame's multiple, I can't talk today, multiple personality disorder and brain food myths. And it was very good. It's just four or five guys who sit around and talk about, you know, things. That sounds pretty amazing. Those are quite broad topics, too. <laughs> Okay. Well, actually, I need to tell you, too, Larkin, that I started listening to, I think I heard it from you, the uh, Musings of a Tech Writer. Did I hear about that from you? Nope. And it must be from the Faye Driver. That's where I heard it from. Anyway, I'm listening to that guy now, too. Um, Donna Sugars, I think you should plug your new show. Um, yes. BigSillyHomo.com, now on iTunes. Um, and come to BigSillyHomo.com and send me an email at Donna at BigSillyHomo.com. And if you want to plug Donna, darling, send an email and send a photo. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the um, the host of Pride48.com, Arthur. Uh, you can find all of my stuff at Amarins.com, A-M-E-R-I-N-Z.com blog, podcasts, all that sort of stuff. And, of course, join us for the Pride 48 uh, Podcasting Marathon, 48 hours of live podcasting gold, June 25 through 27, uh, beginning at 8 p.m. Although uh, I understand the Little Fatty Cast is doing live from the pink carpet, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, the 25th of June in the Americas. Very good. And I will plug my time slot for Pride48.com, and that is Friday, June 25th at 10 p.m., right after the fat one. If he doesn't mess up the show, I will be live at 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. I have a time for Pride. I'm sorry. Yes. Can I plug that, too? I'm sorry. Sure. Sunday at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, 2 a.m. my time, June 27th. So, so late, late, late. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got an hour. <laughs> Very good. And we will have one more live show before the Pride 48 weekend. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, next Thursday, the 24th, right before it all begins. So, all right. Well, thank you all so much for joining me. And people in the chat room, thank you so much for all your um, input and your uh, you know time and listening and so forth. So, oh, you guys who are in the um, on the conversation, say it with me. Until next time. Ah. 
Hi, kids. This is Archer of Archer.com. I'm about to call the gangbang uh, group here, so uh, let's call them. A lot of ringing. Hello. 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 How are? How is everyone? Fantastic. Yourself? Pretty good. Oh, Donna Sugars must be in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, she went to <laughs> I see that now in a little chat. <laughs> she went to the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Turn up head. Let's hear your sound. How do I sound? Do I sound okay? Do I make the cut? Yeah, I think so for the time being. But be, <laughs> oh, be prepared so to have fragile. me. I'm so fragile. You can't do that to me. Be prepared to have me drop you at any moment. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fun. Oh, welcome, Donna. How are you? Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you sound loud and clear. What are you talking on tonight? My computer. Okay, very good. Now, Turnip, are you using a headset? Yes, I am. Using, I'm using a headset. I just had to install a new hard drive um, in my laptop. That's why I'm starting from scratch on everything. So I just wanted to make sure that all my settings were back to where they were when um, I had the... Okay, uh, that's too much information. All I'm asking <laughs> is, <laughs> is would you keep the microphone a little bit farther away from your mouth okay. so that we don't hear your breath too much? Okay, we got a we got a but sassy Don, archer tonight. Yeah, but Don the Sugars is in the room, and I'm all hot and bothered. Oh, there you go. Hi. <laughs> and um, Arthur, uh, or sorry, Larkin. Yes. Let's, let's hear you. Am I loud and clear? You are loud and clear. Arthur, how's your sound? I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Oh my gosh, it sounds it's wonderful. My God, you sound like you're half a world half a world away. <laughs> Actually, he sounds like he's right in the next room. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> Ooh, I turned down my volume. Is that better, darling? Do I sound okay? You sound fine. Just I actually, your volume was fine before. Okay. Yeah, you were fine. Okay. It's only your audio boosts are a little too too high, too loud. I don't know why my phone does that, but I can't do audio booze on my computer for some reason. So. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <gasps> I know. All right. Well, let me. We are on. We are on the stream, by the way. Oh, well, oh great! Yes, great podcasting. Hey, everybody! All of this pre <laughs> pre show stuff will end up at the end of the podcast. I, I used to do that, and I think I'm going to go back to doing that. So, but let's begin. What do you say? What do you say? Rocket. What's today's date? The seventeenth. Yeah, today's the seventeenth. Mm -hmm. Rock out with your cocks out, darling. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> 